Welcome to the Higher Life Ministries with Reverend Rex and Pastor Adeyinka Smith. Good morning, everyone. Wow, I want to welcome you, each and every one of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now we're going to go right into God's Word. Praise God. I believe that Pastor Adeyinka Smith is ready with God's Word. We are going to be looking um, at... Uh, remember, we are still dealing with the Authority Chronicles, and this is Authority Chronicles 6. Alright, can you give us a highlight of what we are going to be looking at? Basically, Sonship. Okay. Some more of Sonship. Alright, we're going to be looking at some more of Sonship, and I think we are also going to touch on the glory of Sonship. Now, let's go into Authority Chronicles 6. Praise God. We'll start by repeating some a verse of scripture that we have used over and over again uh, in first john chapter 3 but the bible tells us that for this purpose the son of god was manifested yes that he might destroy the works of the devil yes now the reason we are reading that verse is because we want to remind ourselves that we also are sons of god yes so the reason we are manifested is to destroy the works of the devil All right now with regards to sonship I want to split the works of the devil in three parts. Go ahead. Now these three parts, we need to watch out for them in our lives and in the various territories to which we belong. Your home, your family, your school, your place of work, your community, your personal life, your finances and your marriage, all of that, yeah? Watch out for these three works of the devil and confront them because they need to be confronted. The first we'll talk about is the absence of justice the absence of justice the okay. absence of justice now if you if you read in amos chapter 5 you remember the heart cry of god there where he told the people i don't want your your, your feasts and your and your lambs and your your rams and your sacrifices do away with all of them i don't want to smell the the, the, the offerings mm -hmm. he said but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness as a mighty stream wow. this is the cry of god now when we talk about justice we're talking about, you know, let me put it in very simple terms, the perfect will of God. Yes. The will of God. Now, we know that the will of God, which is, with regards to all our lives, is good health. Yes. Long life, prosperity, peace, a blissful home. Mm. All of these things we know as the will of God. Now, this is justice. You know, when we think about injustice, mm. you know, if you want to know what justice is, start by thinking about injustice. Mm. You will quickly know mm -hmm. what is, you know, just what Ju justice, justice really means yeah. in the context of what you're talking about. Yeah. Think about injustice that, that happens to people in modern day to day life. You know, sicknesses and afflictions and sufferings that grieve somebody's heart. Yeah. All right. People die young. Die young. People people have to live with one infirmity or the other for the rest of their lives. Wow. All of these things. And that's what the Bible says that, you know, that how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the, with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good. Wow. You see, so the first thing, you know, we're talking about destroying the works of the devil. Yes. And I said that we'll break it down into three categories. The first is the absence of justice. This mm. is the first thing you see the devil going about doing. The absence of justice. You can look at your home. You can look at your family. You can look at your community. You can look at the, 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 legis the legislatures. You can look at everything around you, your own life. Mm. 
and if you recognize the absence of justice in other words the presence of injustice mm. it needs to be confronted it and needs dealt to be dealt with. with you remember the story in um, oh that oh jesus oh the parable jesus gave or the story jesus told in luke chapter 18 yes of this woman yep yep she came and one of the versions puts it this way he just she said to the judge give me justice against my adversary adversary and this is something that hangs on the shoulders of sons sons we can't sit by and sit back and allow the the absence of injustice where we are the absence of the justice. absence of justice or in fact, the presence of injustice the presence of injustice we cannot or the absence of justice whichever way you look at it where we are tolerating injustice. we can't sit by and let it fly wow so this is the first thing we're talking about sonship yeah and we will talk about the how mm, we'll in, 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 in a while but let, let's let's talk about these three things now we need to be conscious of what the will of god is mm. Remember the prayer Jesus said to his disciples, Pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's very important that we are conscious of the will of God. You know something, in the heart of God, there is no confusion at all as to who the enemy is. Wow. No confusion. No confusion in the heart of God. You know, sometimes you, you, we see certain things happening and we begin to ask questions. The disciples came to ask Jesus, a man was born blind. He said, whose fault, said, Who's fault Who's is fault it? Was it? <laughs> what, did his parents sin or did he sin? Yeah. A man was born blind. He couldn't have sinned. He couldn't have sinned. Yes. But we, we, we look at faults in people. People. Rather than confronting the principality yes, behind. Yeah. There's a root. There's a root. That's why I keep saying that I don't care. You know, I said it in my, in my school, my year 1993 uh, secondary school WhatsApp group. Mm -hmm. And I told them in a prayer meeting that I organized recently, and I said to them, even if you are lazy, believe you me, it's a setup. Yeah, yeah. That laziness, nothing is self-inflicted. Not, do not be deceived. The so-called self-inflicted thing is somebody is is a principality that is making you harm yourself or be lazy or not to think right or to be bereft of ideas. Everything is a setup. The physical realm has no power of its own. It has no power of its own. No power of its own. It doesn't it doesn't produce anything from not from nothing. It has to be fed. It has to be fed. Wow. Do you understand? Nothing comes into being that was not called into being. Into being. So all the ca calamities and all the injustice that, that we see in homes and families mm -hmm. and people's health and even depression is an injustice. It's an injustice. It, there are things that are spoken into being. Spoken into being. They are brought from somewhere. It you doesn't know, just happen. It doesn't just happen. Wow. So as sons of God, it is our responsibility to watch out for the presence of injustice you know if you if you know what justice is mm. and it is missing where you are it is our responsibility to say no to that not hold your peace we cannot hold our peace to the presence of justice to the to the lack to the absence of justice mm. now this is something that is easy for us to relate with yes because you read the scriptures mm. and you know what the will of God is. Yeah, it's, it's obvious. You, in fact, as a matter of fact, apart from the Bible says this and the Bible said that, mm. you, we know what is simply good. Yeah, but it amazes me how we want some revelation and, and more spirit. If it's bad, it's not from God. Yeah. If it hurts, if it brings pain and, you know, there is, there is pain that for example let's just take you go to the gym and you're working out that's good pain yeah, that yeah. nobody's against that yeah. but pain beyond control 
that you if you're tired in the dream you get up and go away but if you are being pressed against your will that is the enemy that is the enemy so the first thing we've talked about here yes. with regards to the works of darkness yeah. is the presence of injustice now the second thing remember what we said for this purpose the son of god not just jesus you and i was manifested to destroy the works of the devil now we've talked about the presence of injustice mm. all right now the second manifestation of the work of darkness is the presence of the veil the veil and i'm going to explain this yeah the covering yes the covering the presence of the veil the covering now it is two two-sided double-sided mm. on one hand you remember the bible tells us in colossians that if you then be risen with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, mm. sit at the right hand of God. Right? Set your affection, chapter 3, chapter three 1 down to 3, three. Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Mm. For you are dead and your life is hidden with Christ, with, God, with Christ in God. Now, it also says to us in 2 Timothy yeah, that no man that warreth entangles himself in with the affairs of this life. Yes. So, first of all, the veil there speaks of the things of this world, the affairs of this life, mm. right? Now, the presence of the veil is the work of the enemy. But another veil, because I, I don't want to spend, we've talked a lot about, about this veil. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about the other veil, which is very crucial. Yes. In Jude, verse 3, Yes. Jude begins to exhort the people. He says, contend for the faith mm. that was once delivered unto you. you. Contend for the faith. You know, we live in a world where lies have so prevailed yes. that it has become a, 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 a separating yeah, separating lies from truth is, is now a challenge yes. you know when we preserve the truth mm. when we contend for the truth what we are doing is we are contending for men when I say men, I mean humanity, mm. right? And I'll explain that. We're contending for men, we're contending for the territory, and we're contending for the future. So the truth must be contended for. Must be contended for. Now let me explain what I mean by this. When I say we're contending for men, I'm not speaking of souls mm. going to heaven. That, that is part of it, but that's not what we're talking about. Mm. I'm talking about human vessels. Mm. You know that men have been so filled with lies that they have become so zealous for it. Mm. right so eaten up by lies yeah that a religion has been born wow it was it was a man who got up as a as a principality of darkness yeah who consumed so much lies and and took in so much lies that he runs um, um, out and begins to do things yes. against the kingdom of god wow. all right now systems and structures have been erected based on lies mm. legislation has been has been has been you know, created and passed based on lies. lies. A, you know, whole cultures have been, have been set up and created on, on based the on lies. Of lies. You know, and we sit back and allow these things be. You know, and you know, it, it is such that we too have come to the point where the cultures and the legislations and the religions and the systems and structures that have been raised up based on lies put us in chains. Put us in chains, affecting us. Affect us. We struggle. Now to practice the truth, yes. to, to express the truth, because of the to live the truth, thick atmosphere of lies. lies. You know, so you, wow. the presence of the veil mm. is a work of darkness that sons need to deal with. To deal with, and this contention for truth starts with you, your heart, yeah. first of all, and your home, your immediate environment. You need to begin to take down that 
thick atmosphere of lies so that truth will prevail. We will come to the how. But please, uh, let it register that truth must begin to prevail in my life. Truth about God, His kingdom, about life, how life works. These truths need to be, they need to find a way to become the prevailing atmosphere, the prevailing climate. That's it, in my world. Go ahead. So we've talked about two things with regards to the works of darkness. Yeah? Yes. We've talked about the, the absence of justice. Yes. We've talked about the um, presence of veils. The presence of the veil, yes. right? And then also one more before we talk about the house. Yeah. And I'll call this now, you know, this is important. Now we have to talk about things like this because we are bordering on the issue of sonship. Mm -hmm. All right. So we cannot continue to be children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we need to say this out. You know? Now the, the third one with regards to the works of darkness is the scarcity of divine agendas. Scarcity of divine agenda. agenda. So the first thing we mentioned is the absence of justice. Yes. And then the second thing is the presence of the veil. Yes. And now the third thing is the scarcity of divine agenda. And let me explain this. Yes. All right. You see, Jesus says something. Now we know that God has agendas for individuals, mm. uh, individuals' lives. He also has agendas for the territory. Yes. Now this is different from what we would call the will of God. Yes. Because the will of God is for everyone. But an agenda of God for a person or a territory as a spiritual entity is God's word to you for you. Yes. It's it's peculiar to you. To you. You know, you know, and I, when we think about agenda, right? Mm -hmm. When you say an agenda, you know, the define agenda in its simplest terms, mm -hmm. you know, is pretty much a combination of a plan and an objective yes. the, together. The, the plans and purposes of God. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the plans and purposes of God. God's agenda for you now. The, the scarcity of divine agendas, yeah? Yes. It's an issue. Now, let me explain why it's an issue. Yes. Before we take some scriptures, mm. the truth about the kingdom of God is this, yeah? The kingdom of God has taken over a territory, yeah? Only when the agenda of God, the plans and purposes of God for that particular territory set up. Be, yeah, begins to be manifested. Mm. The, the kingdom of God has not taken over a territory, bear with me, just because churches are multiplying. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the kingdom of God has not taken over a territory just because there's increase in church attendance. Yes. All of these things can come about when the kingdom of God takes over a territory. However, but it is not the proof not the proof that the agenda, that, 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 the, that the prevailing agenda yes, in that particular place is God's, own. is God's own. Because you can have a country, I'm sorry to bring this up, <laughs> there's a certain country I know that is loaded with churches and yet wickedness in that country mm. is more than any country that I know of. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That means the agenda has not yet taken, the focus is on multiplication of churches mm, mm. rather than an increase in the agenda. In the agenda of God, yes. So this is how we know that the kingdom of God has taken over a place mm. or a life or a home or a home a home is a territory yes. so any territory whatsoever or any life whatsoever is the, that the agenda of God for the that plans territory the and plans the and the purposes of God, of God are now controlling yes, are being the actions I don't know if you're getting this uh, sense of God the plans and the purposes of God become the controlling influence you are now more influenced by the plans and the purposes of God than your own desires than the prevailing lies in the environment 
than your needs and wants, you are now moved. What is more important to you is now the plans and the purposes of God. Now, Jesus says something yes. to his disciples after his resurrection in Luke chapter 24, verse 44. He rose from the dead and they were wondering, wow. Mm. And then he said to them, this is what I said unto you mm. while I was yet with you. Mm. That all that is written of me yes. in the in the in the in the law of Moses, in the in the prophets and in the Psalms mm. must be fulfilled. Mm. That he was speaking of the plans and purposes of God for him as a person. As a person. He said, I said this to you, everything will have to be fulfilled. Now again, you, you will read in, in the book of Joshua chapter 21 mm. that the Bible tells us that every good word yes. yeah, that God spoke to the house of Israel. Every single one of them was fulfilled. Fulfilled. Now, this is the house of Israel as a territory. Yes. And God had spoken certain words to them. Yes. This will be, that will be, I will do this, I will do that to you mm. as my people Israel. And the Bible tells us in, in Joshua chapter 21 that yes. every single word came to pass. Came to now, pass. You, may, you may think that every single word came to pass because of the almightiness of God, but no. Every single word came to pass over Israel because right from when God brought them out of Israel, out of Egypt, yes. to that very day, Israel had a, a principality. Mm. It was, there was Moses and then there was Joshua. And it was that principality, and I'll explain that if we have the time, it was that principality that stood in his place. Mm. Yeah, and saw to it that, that the God's that, word that was fulfilled. Every word that God spoke was fulfilled. I, I need you to understand that um, the plans and the purposes of God for your life require you, the principality, to take a stand. The things that God has spoken over you, let's start with you. Yep. The things that God has spoken over your family that you can see from a distance but are not yet a reality. You know, the justice you started to talk about that you want to see, you know, God's personal word. To you, to you, his plans, his purposes for your life will not come about by God's own strength. It will come about by you rising up, taking your place and establishing your, your position and enforcing and bringing those plans and purposes to, to pass. Praise God. And this is how they come about. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let me just mention the three things again. Yes. With regards to the works of the devil yes number one we talked about the absence of justice mm -hmm. number two the presence of the veil and number th three the scarcity of divine agendas Agenda. all right now as sons of god because that's where we started from yes yeah that for this purpose the son of god was manifested to destroy the works of the devil let me just quickly um explain to us one way yes by which we can destroy the works of the devil and enforce the agenda the agenda of God right now in very simple terms call it prayer 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 but more specifically I'd like to use the word intercession intercession and then let me explain this view if you check the simple dictionary definition it says that to intercede is to intervene on behalf of another hmm. to intervene on behalf of another and I'll quickly run through about four or five things about intercession right yes. So that we can explain, understand, and place ourselves in the right shoes and see how we can walk in this and see how we can, you know, experience, you know, the victories that come from sonship. Let me just say this before he starts this point. Now you hear the word intercession. When people hear prayer, they shrivel. Uh, think about it this way, right? Prayer is pretty much going up there to intervene on behalf 
-hmm. You go there with an agenda to replace what is currently prevailing, right? If you have this mindset about prayer, we have to come together and keep talking for two hours, you have missed it already. I'm coming there to do a work. If it takes me 15 minutes, fine. If it takes me two hours, fine. But by the time I'm done, that work is going to be done. And the whole idea is to take a prevailing and you will see if you come into prayer with this mindset. I want to take this thing down. As you are praying, you will know. As you keep addressing, first of all, when you come there, you will meet opposition. In that, in that place, as you open your mouth, begin to, first of all, they try to tire you out. And you meet opposition and you stand your ground. And you take that, you keep speaking, and you will just know. When the enemy has been dislodged, then you open your mouth again and begin to establish this is what will be in this home, in the name of Jesus. And before you know what's happening, 30 minutes is gone, one hour is gone, but by the time you get out of that place, you will know that the work has been done. Yeah. I like to encourage us to not be not be weary of prayer. Don't no. don't don't be, you know. I think this weariness comes from a misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. We just as if first of all there's the abstract nature of it because we don't we're not aware of the spirit realm which you dealt with on wednesday to be conscious of the spirit realm so we just think prayer is us uh, in our flesh if you are not in the spirit first of all in all honesty i don't know how i'm going to say this <laughs> if you don't just first of all remember that you are going up there to the seat of authority to dislodge such kind of prayers really just hit the ceiling and come down and your throat gets you know uh, dry and all that you need to understand you are going to carry out a work yeah yeah all right yeah. and you're not going to beg god no it's got nothing to do with begging yeah. god this is not a matter of oh i don't know if god will, will yeah. do it or he will not do it will answer me it's, it's not it's not that it is sweet when we have the right perspective that's it sweet mm. it's beautiful you know you going you walk into a place of ugliness and you create beauty out of it. beauty clean a room yes you know you know you at the end of the day you smile you know, yes you know the bible says that you, you know he will see of the travel of his soul mm. and be satisfied be satisfied you, you you know you will see the what you've accomplished and you will smile. smile and when things begin to unfold in the earth people may not be able to identify it with you yes but you will smile you will smile because you know you did you know, the job you know and heaven recognizes yes. you know so, so let's quickly just mention a few things about intercession yeah first of all we said it is to intervene yes. on behalf of another right yes. now I don't know if you remember the story in the book of Numbers that there was a man called Phinehas. Yeah. Now Israel had joined themselves to Baal, mm -hmm. you know, and they had offended God. And the anger of God broke out among them. A plague started. Yeah? And the Bible says that while Israel was before the tent of God in weeping and in mourning, mm -hmm. you know, trying to prevail with God for mercy, that an Israelite came in with um, a, a, a strange woman yes. into the tent. <laughs> ah, and, and Phinehas, the Bible says he got up and held a spear, javelin in his hand and, and went after them into their tents and he drove the javelin through the, 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 the Israelite man and the strange woman mm. and the Bible says the plague stopped. stopped. Wow. The anger of God immediately ceased. You know, now when you read that encounter, that epistle, that story in the book of Psalms, mm. it says something really beautiful. Okay. It says that then stood up Phinehas, I think it's Psalms 106, then stood up Phinehas, some version says, and executed judgment. Judgment. Wow. Now remember, first of all, we talk, we've talked a little bit about executing judgment, and we've talked about how important it is for us as 
principalities to execute judgment. Mm. Because you remember we said that until judgment was executed upon the gods of Egypt, no Israel freedom. could not go out. Yeah. And until Jesus executed judgment the to the prince of this world, world redemption was not take place. place. Mm. So it is important for judgment to be executed. Mm. Now the Bible refers to the action of Phinehas mm. as the execution mm. of judgment. Some other versions says then stood up Phinehas and intervened. Intervened. This is you know coming back to talk about um, authority and intercession, right? To talk about uh, intercession in the spirit in the spirit realm to bring about justice to destroy the works of the devil. Connect what he's saying this morning to your place because I'm going to bring it down to you. It will take you. It will take you to stand on behalf of your home, on behalf of your husband, your wife, your children, to execute judgment, to execute uh, justice on behalf of your children, and you will watch everything change. Yeah, praise God. So that's the first thing I'll say about intercession. It is executing judgment. Mm. Yeah, the first thing. The second thing about intercession, you remember, same um, book, Numbers, mm. another episode, the children of Israel, as usual, offended God again. And then the plague broke out amongst them. Yes. And then Moses said to Aaron, take the, the you know the censer and, and rush mm -hmm. down and in, in, and you know and do uh, um, intercede for the people. Yes. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, make an atonement for the people. Yes. You know, and and Aaron did something interesting. He, he made an atonement for the people and he went and stood, the Bible says, between the living and, and the, the dead. dead. And the plague could not And proceed. the plague stopped. Now, in other words. Aaron stood between the plague and the people. Yes. Now imagine a plague, like a gigantic, you know, plaguing a family for goodness. You know, a plague, a, a fierce, fierce evil. Plague. Yes. Breaking out in the camp, a, fla a plague with the capacity to, to wipe out the entire nation. You stand between. Because know. God said, he first, he initially, he first said to Aaron and to Moses, "Clear from get out of my world. Let me wipe the entire nation out." Yeah. So that plague had the capacity to wipe out the entire nation. But a man stood. One man stood. One man held that plague back. Held it back. My Lord. And it stopped. The second thing I would say, the first thing we said about intercession is yeah. executing judgment. Yeah. The second thing is standing between the adversity and the people, even if the adversity is the wrath of God. Wrath of God. It you, can be stopped. It can be stopped. You know, if you look at the story of, of Moses, there were several times that Moses held back the anger of God mm. and God was grateful to Moses. He was grateful to Moses for holding, for back, holding back his, anger. his own anger. Yeah, because you know, there was Th that is the power of a prince. Oh, yes. You are talking to princes here this, yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. You are talking to people about awakening the consciousness of uh, the position and the power really that we hold, the authority that we have to stop even what God wants, to do, wants to do on you know, the earth. You know, that, that My God. That God had his own agenda. Now, yes. we remember that it is our responsibility as princes, as sons, to preserve divine agendas. Yes. All right. Now, God had an agenda for the nation of Israel. Yes. But because of his anger, you know the wrath of God mm. can set back divine agenda. Oh yes, his own very agenda. Yes. And Moses had to start to talk to him. Yes, and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, what, what, you want to kill your own people? First of all, what are we going to tell outsiders? What will you first of all say to Abraham? Abraham. <laughs> their father. What will you say to their father Abraham? Now the, the, the nations around us fear your name yeah. because of your mighty works. Now you finish these people and then they will say it's because you are unable to fulfill your word to them and he stood the gap he stood in the gap this, this business of intercession 
taking your place to stand the gap be, you know on behalf of people to stay away you know to stop the plague that is afflicting a people afflicting a family yep. even afflicting yourself, yourself. Yep. to yep. stand and to say this will not be tolerated anymore it's of profound importance that uh, it needs to be highlighted because what is happening what is emerging out of this service are mighty angry sons that will say okay this is what it takes enough is enough and out of this service will come forth people who will put an end to years of of of, of, of plagues yeah so it's, it's important that's why i said it's a beautiful thing it is it's a beautiful thing Amen. you know the, the bible says that you know he makes all things beautiful in his time in his time yes. but he needs you and he needs me he needs yeah otherwise ugliness will continue continue let me quickly go through the other things about about intercession mm. or an intercessor yes the third thing about about intercession yeah is intercession is preserving divine agenda and let me just stress on that a little bit more preserving divine agendas you remember um in the, in the book of luke mm. we were told before the birth of jesus yes you know that you would you would realize that god stirred up people to, to pray, pray to pray for the coming of the, the coming they of made the a decision that they will not die so so, so you will not see yeah, death yeah, yeah, so you will see people like simeon yes who prayed and inter interceded and prevailed in the spirit now before those words will come to a man mm. you know for sure he had prevailed in the spirit, spirit. where the spirit of god said, came and said to him you will not see death until you see the lost christ you know and then so you see that man was raised by god only god knows how many other people he had he raised to, apart yes. from simeon and anna anna who stayed in the temple in the for temple for years in years fasting and in prayer yeah you know so, so you will see that it is required of sons to bring forth the agenda of God to preserve divine agendas. It without the uh, uh, let's just take yeah. Hannah and Simeon for example, who prayed for the coming of Christ. The, that coming of Christ might as well be would have been suspended another it could have years, yes. hundred yes. years yes. until yes. God could find people who could bring that divine agenda agenda to pass. To you pass. know now. When when it comes to preserving, and we're still talking about intercession. Yes. When it comes to preserving divine agendas what we actually doing number one is we crush satanic agendas we crush the plans and the purposes of the devil by the law of displacement yes one agenda has to prevail has to, uh, yeah yeah secondly you know it also involves please bear with me but try to understand this it involves also securing the times and seasons of god oh god wow securing the times and seasons of god because you see the bible tells us in the book of ecclesiastes that to every Purpose, there is a there time. Is a time. Yes. Yeah, there's very purpose, there's a time. But get what watch this. If you flip it the other way around, it's also accurate. Mm. To every time there's purpose. There's a purpose. Oh. No time is given to us for nothing. Nothing. That means where you let me just encourage you. Do you know where you are right now with what you're going through? There is a purpose. There is a purpose. And you being in this circle this morning, listening to these things, will stir up inside of you the ability to lay hold of the purpose in the timing so that you everything will make sense everything you have been through let me talk to you everything you are going through everything that happened right there is still regardless of how it was orchestrated even if the devil brought trouble your way you can secure the timing and the purpose of god in the midst of this chaos 
and come out with a great miracle. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me say one more thing about, okay. about the intercessor very quickly. Yeah. If you read, and I'll read this so that we can understand this. It's in, it's in Jeremiah chapter 13. Very quickly about inter, in, in intercessor. Jeremiah chapter 13. I'll read two verses, 12 and 13. For thus says the Lord, your affliction is incurable. He was speaking to a territory. Your wound is severe. There is no one to plead your cause that you may be bound up. You have no healing medicine. You know why we read this place? Just so we can see that an intercessor what is a healing medicine. It's a healing medicine. It's a healing balm. Your, if your family does not have an intercessor, your family does not have a healing balm. If your city does not have an intercessor, your city does not have a healing balm. If your marriage does not have an intercessor, your marriage does not have a healing balm. Intercession is one of the key ways by which we as sons walk in sonship. sonship. Wow. You've given us some great points here. I mean, this has been such a blessing, but you know I'm not going to let you go. How do we train? How, I, I will rephrase, how does somebody begin to develop himself in the area of intercession? Right? Because we've talked about looking at intercession as something to go in. You're going there to do a work. Right? The person may say to me, so how do I start, you know, when I come into the place of prayer and all of that, you know, how do I build on this life? You know, obviously, I for one will say to them that, you know, it begins with just show up. Just show up. If the desire is there, hear this, we are always used to steps. Give me the steps. No. When the desire is there, you will figure out the steps. When the desire is there, you will try anything until you get to where you want to be. The purpose is the destruction of the devil's uh, works, isn't it? Then we get up there. If we first of all start by singing, if singing don't deliver it, we open our mouth and address all ye work of Satan. Or call it whatever how, but if the desire is there, it will produce the method. Yeah. Right? And you're right about that. that. That's the reason why so a lot of times I refrain from giving steps. Steps, yes. You know, because you would read certain things in the scriptures that certain people did. Mm. And ask yourself, who told them? Who told them? <laughs> it was the <laughs> desire that they yeah. had that formed and forged yeah. Yeah. what we yeah. call those steps. So every time, and that's why we keep talking about hunger. Yes. Every time you, you, every time you come to that place where there's a hunger in you, mm. something comes out. It, it moves you. It won't leave you where you are. You may start by taking fle- steps in the flesh. You may start by taking some ignorant you steps. You may stumble. You may stumble. You may fall. But for God's sake, you will keep going until you get to your. Yeah, you will get. Okay. Well, well, oh well. This is Pastor Yinka and myself, Reverend Rex, saying to you that the kingdom of God is real.